As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on, dude? How you doing today? Doing all right? Better than friggin' last week, I hope. What are you drinking? You want triple mash? Trip, what, trip. What do you mean? Better than last week. What just are you talking kidding. about? We just talked about super deep topics last week. What do you want? What do I want? Yeah. A stiff drink. That's Pick what I'm one. asking They're both you. 100 so proof. It doesn't it Bonded. Okay. Jesus, was that hard? God, you're so needy. <laughs> oh. We got some topics coming at you today, friends. We have, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Talk about the sponsors. You talk. Okay. I do every week. Yeah, that's your that's your one God. job. Sit on a cactus. <laughs> do you know how much that would actually hurt? Have you ever actually touched a cactus? Yeah, I got pricked by one. Where? What do you mean where? In the wild. <laughs> but where? <laughs> was it in your stint overseas, or was it? No, it was in- El Paso, because I spent time in New Mexico when I was in El Paso, because the base was extended into oh. New Mexico. So why were you touching cactuses? Well, I seen one. I got excited. And you're like, oh, let me touch. Yeah, correct. I'm a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asking wild questions. That's what an agave is. It's a cactus. Just so you know. Throwing it all back to tequila. Talk tequila about the talks. sponsors. Queen City Creative Works, thank you so much for everything that you do, putting up with us, talking about your business every single week and getting 50% of the information right. But you are a family-owned <laughs> business <laughs> out of Cheek to Vegas, New York, and you make some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I don't have anything right now on the table, which is probably bad, but uh, you make some amazing Buffalo Happy Hour brand of products, which are bottle openers. Those are also super sick. Metal bottle opener with a silicone wrap that says Buffalo Happy Hour. Pretty cool. Also make some cool Buffalo Happy Hour branded water bottles, which are also pretty sweet. They hold your water cold for quite some time. And they do Buffalo Happy Hour coasters, but don't they don't just stop at Buffalo Happy Hour. They do basically everything. If you are into vinyl transfers, they do that. Uh, they have a they do shirts. They do literally anything that you would want. Basically, an Etsy shop on steroids. So if you want to go check them out, you can go to QueenCityCreativeWorks.com or visit their Instagram Queen City Creative Works or their Facebook group Queen City Creative Works. And check out what they have to offer and buy some stuff. Nick and Lisa are great friends of the show, great friends outside of the show, and they deserve your business. So go check them out. Also, Eddie's. Thank you so much for your logo right here. So, Michael, uh, what did you think when you were, like, touching that cactus? You're just like, I just really want to try this out. I wanted, was it a dare? No, it was not a dare. I was a grown man. <laughs> I just wanted to see if they were really that prickly. Lo and behold... They are. When was the last time you played Truth or Dare? Oh, dude, I was... <laughs> I was young, man. I'm talking like 29. <laughs> 20, yeah, last night, bro. <laughs> that was such a stupid game. No way. What? You like the game? I don't think it's stupid. Why? I think... Was anybody honestly truthful when they were asked truth? First of all, who's the virgin that, yeah. that says truth? <laughs> First like of this all, is this is dare if you're playing dare. truth or dare, you're a virgin. <laughs> Unless you're playing truth or dare as a non-virgin in cahoots with like a, a sexual escapade in college or something. 
when you're trying to do the sex. But you still, know? in that point, who chooses truth? Like, okay, Correct. Virgin Mary, come on. Let's be real. Well, she lied anyways. We all know that. She That's probably right. had an affair. <laughs> then all of a sudden, she just says, I got pregnant without getting pregnant. Like, just stop the nonsense, you know? It's not your baby. What? But yeah, I, I was always a dare guy. I'm like, yo, give me that dare. Tell me what to do. You know? How did you kink yours down like that? Pause. <laughs> Heavy pause. How'd you do that? It's a, you, you twist this bad boy. Oh, in the back? Yeah. Got to reach around. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> we have family that watches this, Derek. <laughs> They'll be talking about our escapades off air. Between is Derek your, and I, is obviously. Is that your word of the day? Why? Escapades. Great. No one's going to keep falling again. No. You just you, have no idea what's going on. Other way. Other way. No, nope, other way. Oh, come on. Right and tidy, lefty, loosey. That's another phrase that never really resonated with me because if you really look at it, something's going left all the time. Oh, who tightened these? Me. Get yoked, bro. Relax. Uh, because if you're turning something, say clockwise or counterclockwise. Don't say righty, tidy, lefty, loosey because every way that you look at it, if you're looking at the top, it's going right. If you look at the bottom, it's going left. It's not a good thing. So what do you mean by that? I I don't know, man. <laughs> I just don't. I can't keep up with you. I really can't. And this week has been very stressful, Derek. <laughs> I have stress blemishes on my forehead. So I'm just trying to give the people what they want. Get the people, which is what? To go off the rails? Because yeah. we're already going to go off the rails. Well, yeah, we're drinking 100 proof whiskey. We just did two of them. Uh, new Jack Daniels products that just kind of hit the market. It's already sold out. Wh- if you want to hear our reviews, go check it out. What do you think the first text message ever said? Like the first text message ever sent. What do you think it was? New phone. Who dis? No, no, no one knew <laughs> what. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> when do you think it was? Uh, is this your useless fact of the day? Yeah. The first text message ever sent. SMS text message. Here we go. <laughs> that doesn't really make a difference. Um, dude, I'm gonna be so off, and people are gonna be like, "This kid is so dumb." 1998. 1992. Oh, okay. Really? The year that we were born? Look December 3rd. They had cell phones back then? That can send messages back then? Apparently, that's, that's what this says. The first text message was sent December 3rd, 1992. It said two words. Hold on. Let me... You up? <laughs> <laughs> What could it say? Two two words that were sent. Who sent it? Do, do you have that information? No. Okay, so I'm thinking that the person who sent it was the person that was trying to test out the capabilities. You there? Good thought. Wrong. <laughs> Get it? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. Test, bruh. <laughs> That's what you would, if you and I invented something that changed the world, we would send some nonsense. Feel like this is revolutionary, Bruh. Yeah, what up, bro? <laughs> it, it said say? "Merry Christmas." It wasn't even. That's the uh, that was the the punchline was there, and then it just dropped. I'm just letting you know that's what it was. It was December fifth, right? It was the third. Third, even worse. And someone's so the comments on this are hilarious. They're like, it costs three hundred dollars per character. Next one. It arrived on twelve twenty four because like it just came out. Like in nineteen ninety two, I don't even know if they realistically had dial up. Yeah, when was the internet invented? Well, bro, Google Google showed up after we were born. Yeah, I think Google showed up ninety six. When was the internet invented? William Shatner knows. What? Okay, I typed in when did. The first thing that showed up, when did Jeffrey Dahmer die? Oh, boy. Chill. <clears throat> when did the internet start? Yeah, okay. The internet started in January 1st, 1983. To be honest with you, I don't even know how, like, I don't know how the stuff works. When I feel so Google dumb start? saying this. Google started in 98 in California. But does anybody really know how this works? Like, how does it happen that I 
can send a message and then you get it. Satellites in space. That's how it works. That doesn't explain how, anything to me though. I'm just letting you know. That's how it works. Well, but, obviously. Okay, so what do you what do you want me to Google? I don't know. How do text messages work? Is that what you're asking? It's all through like file tran or transfer stuff. I don't know, dude. I don't know anything about this. How do text messages work? When a text is written, it's transmitted as binary code using a particular frequency of radio waves specific to that user. See, I hate that already. The signal is received by a nearby cell tower, which then directs the information to be transmitted by another tower near the intended recipient. And we just That's do this all day. That's a whole lot of no thanks, because you know what that does? That means that every single thing is trackable, hackable, oh, 100%. documented. No thanks. No thanks. Which makes sense because every single like massive crime thing is like we'll just pull text messages off the phone. Yeah. Nah, fam. But like we do this every day, multiple times a day. Every day. All day. <laughs> and this just happens. Was it there... happens the same way as the fact that it happened that a fly just happens to be in here today. Right, true. Was there a time in your life where you were like super on text messages? Like you did that stuff all day. When I would text a lot? Yeah. I text a lot now. Do you? Well, yeah. Dude, I'm like the worst texter now. I know. I don't know when that started. You're horrible at texting. I know. I, I don't know when that started, but I just stopped caring, I think. Like, when people text me, Brother Steven knows. If he texts me, I don't respond. And I feel so bad. Patreon members say that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. Well, then fix it. I don't know how, though respond what is what does but that even I, mean i, I see don't it. know how <laughs> i don't know how to communicate with others that's what i see it on my phone and i'm like all right i'll respond later don't respond later do i have a side question i have a side answer i have a side chick no i'm just kidding so if you <laughs> let's say you become wealthy overnight already happened relax <laughs> no it didn't <laughs> Do you think if you would say something pretentious in conversation, you have those close enough to you that are around you often that also aren't wealthy to just tell you to shut the F up? 100%. You. Oh, one thought. Dude, I will call you out every single time. No, if, if I was wealthy, that means obviously you're wealthy, too, because this podcast is what will obviously make us wealthy. I don't think it will change us, though. No, 100%. Which is hilarious. Yeah, but What would you do today? Dude, I bought... 55 pounds of Reese cups. <laughs> like, why, Mike? I always loved Reese cups. I never wanted to run out of Reese cups. I would freeze them. Ooh, that gave me a heart attack. I thought we weren't recording. Oh, bro, that gave me such a bad heart attack. We're recording. Yeah, we are. We're recording everywhere. Yeah. I would buy 55 pounds, but I wouldn't buy 55 pounds. Why I'd that buy number? 60. Yeah. I'd buy 60 pounds. But just say you bought 55, so Colleen didn't know you already ate five pounds. Bro. Good call. That's a lot of Reese cups. So five pounds of Reese cups. I used to go to when we were younger and we used to skateboard. We used to go to Tops, and I'm probably incriminating myself here, but it's past the statute of limitations. So. Which is seven years in the state of New York. <laughs> Relax, NSA agent. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I would go to the self scanner, put my pound of Warheads on there, but lift it up a little oh. bit and like keep it above the scale, so it only weighed like one pound. Yes. But in reality, it was like 97 pounds. And I would just walk out with like Santa's sack of Warheads, all blue too, by the way. For walk like out. a dollar thirty. I used to do that with fruit. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to do We're that with fruit. We're on completely different wavelengths here. A hundred percent. You know what I used to do too? At uh, so the the Super Wegmans in the South Towns is 24 hours. We would go at like 11:30 midnight, buy a full Reese cup pie. And just eat it mm. in Wegmans in the cafe. We would have a full pie at midnight. When did... I don't know how my heart did to stop. <laughs> when did grocery stores start becoming the Mecca? Like, when you used to go to the grocery store when you were younger, it was like, here's perishable foods, and that's it. And then I remember specifically that first Super Walmart going up in Springville, and it was like, this is... Ins they got fried chicken here? People, places don't have fried chicken at this type of spots. When did that happen? Do you remember the first time that you went to that and you were just starstruck, or is it just me? I think that's just you because you were out in, like, Iroquois land. Yeah, true. Um, Can't say that anymore. Canceled. It's the the, the no. school's named Iroquois Central. Not anymore. We're named, like... 
No, it's Iroquois Central. You're just not the Redskins. No, we were the Chiefs. Redskins were Lancaster. That's right. Lancaster changed it to something weak. Warriors. or Yeah, Warriors it is. Yeah, weak. No, Commanders? Are they the same as the Washington Redskins? No, they change I, don't, it? I don't think so. I think Warriors it's something, or something. Something. I don't know. It's That's how stupid, dude. Redskins, maybe, because that like was actually a ter- derogatory term back then, I guess. But Chiefs is just like a rank. This brings me up to the same thing that we've talked about before with West Seneca. Did you hear that whole thing? West Seneca tried to, like, people tried to change their name when Lancaster changed their name. But, like, it's not a thing. Two things. Two things. Ready? One. We are literally on land that was owned by Native Americans. White people forced them out. Multiple different tribes were here. It's part of our history. We also talked about it during the prominent people of Buffalo. Dude, we're surrounded by them. Surra- Dude, Cheektowaga is a town name, for Christ's right. sake. Seneca Creek is right there. Like... Stop the nonsense. Every time we talk about this, Jerry Sullivan just rolling through my brain, and I'm like, how are we getting canceled today? So then, correct. (laughs) So then, West Seneca, the West Seneca West Indians, in the West Seneca East, they're the Indians as well, correct? No, East are Trojans. Trojans, that's right. And then West are the Indians. But, like, that's not a bad word. So hold on, so hold on. So the dude, the chief of the, the Seneca tribe showed up. To the school board, the f- the hat, the feathers, <laughs> the chief, bro, of the Seneca Nation showed up and said, you're in the town of West Seneca. You're paying homage to the Seneca Nation. I, as the chief of the Seneca Nation, am not offended. Leave it alone. And then the whole town is like, rock and roll. Like, what do we do now? Like... Every lib was like, uh, uh, and they just sat there. And the dude's like, here's a letter giving my blessing. Leave it alone. Is that what we're doing now? Like, we're just. That's what pisses me off about the Cleveland Indians changing their name. They did? The Cleveland Indians, the the franchise, as the professional baseball team. And the Cleveland Indians were named. They, the, the, like, the whole franchise literally came out and they're like, we understand. Our name is based off of the fact that we had the first Native American professional baseball player. We named our organization after that. That's why we're the Cleveland Indians. They still changed their name. What are they now? Uh, uh, hold on. Christ. Too much on proof. Relax, just, mega fan, because you're literally <clears throat> screaming right now at the TV. I don't watch baseball because baseball sucks. We talked about this. Sports teams ranked. Baseball is definitely at the bottom of my list. The Guardians. So, well, now the aliens are going to come in like 15 years, and they're going to be like, change the name. And that's going to change now. I just get I mad. Just, I just don't understand because to me. Stop eliminating history. Dude, so I just I, I don't understand why we have to like fake get angry at people. Because white people, bro. White people. Or like force stuff. White people. Because I was, I, so, I was playing Call of Duty. Oh, God. What are you, Kyler Murray? Yeah, absolutely. Just tore my ACL so I can go home and play. But one of the main people in Call of Duty has vitiligo all over their face. That pigmentation stuff that I have. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a friggin' video game. Who is sitting here saying, there's not someone with vitiligo here? Like, what? Are, why? Why are we doing this? I don't understand. You're not, I'm not sitting there and being like, I want to see me. It's like, dude, who? it's a video game. Who cares? And it's that. It's the whole, you got to change your name because it says Chiefs in there. It's, it's just we're getting literally extremely out of hand, and it's bothering me. But what can we do? Vote. Yeah, speaking of. We vote the same color as your hat. So what's up? Speaking of. Uh, Sorry. Speaking of um, getting canceled and everything, what do you? What is your whole take on that situation? Jerry Sullivan. Yeah, I love that he got fired. <laughs> I've hated him since I was nine. <laughs> that dude sucks. Why? And he's always published pieces that go against the home team, 
He's always he's he's a button pusher. Honestly, I've heard his name, but I don't know what he does. He is he, something for WIVB or something like that. He would write. He, he, he writes columns for the Buffalo News. Oh, he's a okay. sports reporter. So like Vic Carucci, but worse. Vic Carucci is the gold standard. Right. Jerry Sullivan is the same dude who I would flip a quarter to and say, "Go downtown, and here's a quarter. Have a rat." gnaw that thing off your face if he's got a mole on his cheek like full uncle buck right like that dude sucks he pounds sand so for those that don't know jerry yeah, what sullivan was a podcast anyway i don't even know it was him in like a bar stool next he was in the middle of two dudes or whatever yeah. and he talked it wasn't about, bar stool he was just sitting on a bar stool <clears throat> correct and it was a live podcast and he made a remark talking about how women fans of sports are like the worst or something along those lines. And then and he how got just cheerleaders. Yeah. Want to be cheerleaders. Yeah. Then he got in hot water and then he eventually got fired for it. So he's no longer like doing the small town ship paper that he was doing. Yeah. And then Channel 4 fired him. And now he's just like gone. So, which thank God. He's I think that you're more happy that he's gone just cuz he's a horrible person rather than those comments. When I first heard that he made those comments, I'm like that's a stupid thing to say. I also Was it I never agreed with his articles. Right. Cuz sure. he just he he pushes buttons for, you know, every yeah. home player and he's just and that's why Josh Allen's like, "Okay." Right. Oh, was that him too? Yeah, that was oh, Jerry Sullivan okay. making that stupid comment to Josh Allen. I got gotcha. That's what he does. Like yeah. he just pushes buttons. He's he's a piece of garbage. But like there's there's a point in communicating and culture where comedians get a pass. You know, I'm not saying Jerry Sullivan is a comedian at all, but I'm saying like if Bill Burr said that, it's a completely different situation because it's Bill Burr. He's a comedian. He's meant to make jokes. And when and I first heard, he also makes a joke about it. Like well, Jerry Sullivan's just being. Well, that's what I'm. That's what prick. I'm getting at. So like when I first heard that those comments came out, I have no idea who Jerry Sullivan is because I don't read the Buffalo News. I don't. I have no idea who he is. So I was like, is this just another situation where people are taking stuff out of context? And then I listened to the thing, and I'm like, oh, no, he's just a piece of shit. Like, yeah. there wasn't a joke there. It was him just being an asshole. And I'm like, okay, let this dude go. Yeah. Because at first, I'm like, if same thing happened to Bill Burr, and people are trying to cancel him, I'm like, this is overkill. He's just making a joke. It's all fun and games. Like, even if I, you and I wouldn't say something stupid like that, but even if you and I did, it's like we do this for comedy. Like, that's, this is our whole podcast. I know women. That know more than I do. One thousand percent. In a lot of different sports. One thousand percent. It has nothing to do with gender. But like, like he me. clearly meant it. Oh, and you correct. can tell that was not a joke. Yeah, no, I'm he's, like, you're just he's, garbage. Yeah, he's garbage. There remember like the Lee Evans days? Yeah. We had like Jesus, dude. Who was a quarterback with Lee Evans? It wasn't Fitz. It was before Fitz. No, it was like, Fitz. We're talking JP Lossman. Yeah, yeah, it was JP Lossman, Tyrod Manuel. Tyrod. Yeah. Um so, yeah, like J.P. Lossman days. And he would come out, and I would I was living at home at the time. Cause, I mean, this is, this is 10, 15 years ago. And my dad would just throw the paper on the table. He's like, this guy is just a clown. Yeah. He's like, he's just an ass. And I was like, why? He's like, read that. And I would read it, and I would read his article. And I'm just like, what? It was, it was almost like the it was the hot take mm -hmm. it was always the hot take and you're like what are, what are you really trying to accomplish here you were able to make like two potentially three points that he made and understand where he came from and the rest of it you just had to negate and yeah. to just deem it nonsense and then you, that was your takeaway right i i was just so sick of him and now, as a 30-year-old looking back, because I would read his pieces 16, 17, 18 years old, I'm like, it's, it's been the same stuff. It's just now more prevalent. Yeah. I'm glad he got fired. He was so annoying. Yeah. So annoying. That's obnoxious, but whatever. I mean, another person gone that shouldn't be in the media in general. Yeah. It's always a good thing. All right. So, kind of to today's episode, we're going to be releasing meat and this. Potatoes. Meat and potatoes. We're going to be releasing this close to Christmas, I think, right? Happy Quimmis. We have Eric Chrysler. one, two. That actually means the day after Christmas. Ooh. Right? What'd you get, Derek? Yeah, it should be the day after Christmas, I think. Um, did we did we Lump of Cole Beasley. That's what I got. Did we confirm if we're exchanging this year? Um What did we say at at um, Eddie's? Um 
we ba- we both said no, but then we both agreed that that won't happen because we'll end up doing something anyway. Let's just do like a small bottle exchange because we'll buy ourselves bottles in general. So let's just get each other a bottle. Nailed it. All right. Um, Great. Tyler, I'll be in contact. <laughs> I don't care, dude. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at because. Is there a limit? Is there a price limit? There's got to be a price limit. Yeah, $300. Um, <laughs> I got just a bottle of Oban 14. <laughs> so we're going to look at... So 60 bucks. Timeout.com. Sure, whatever. No free shout-outs, Timeout. But Timeout.com has a Literally top, no 50 <laughs> <laughs> top 50 best Christmas movies of all time. And I want to know if their top 10 align with ours at all or what you think of this top 10 okay hammer it let's start at number 10 actually is this even irrelevant no this goes back to friggin 1940s we're gonna get a different list well hold on if no it's a wonderful life it's that's on the list and that's viable i've never seen that before what happened to you (laughs) (laughs) it's a wonderful life is an american film classic (laughs) that must be enjoyed every year You've never seen that. No, I've never seen that. (laughs) What? Why not? Your parents don't watch normal movies for you to grow up to? No, dude. Back when I was younger, when I was like eight, nine, and ten, my mom would throw on Hallmark movies, and we would just watch Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) Does this ring a bell? Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. I mean, the phrase it does, but not for... It's a Wonderful Life. That's from that movie. Well, yeah, but I've never seen it before. What about the moon? Can I get you the moon? What if I throw a lasso around the moon and pull it towards you? don't understand you? that at all. These are the top 20 Christmas movies ever. Number 20, Santa Claus. Uh, with who? With who? Tim, with Tim Allen. All right, keep The original. Going. What are your thoughts on that? That's, it's fine. Why are you so mad? Because <laughs> Colin loves that movie. I'm so forced to sit there and watch it every freaking year. Yeah, yeah, my Santa Why? So you don't like yeah, it? Yeah, my Santa I was fine with it the first 14 times I've seen it. Now it's just like a, a thing that's on, you know? What do you think about them? Didn't they film a movie without it, like the Santa Claus without him? And they're just no, like, it's you're not Santa Claus yeah, it's just, yeah. Why do they do that? I don't know. Gremlins of 1984. Wow. They put that in number 19? Yeah. This is from EW.com, so entertainment. What's, okay, 18. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen Kremlins. I have never seen that movie. Number 18, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. How is that 18? That's like one of my, that's the only one that I'll watch. That has to be within the top 10. Right. These people suck. <laughs> These first three are garbage. Should we go to a different one? <laughs> Should we go to a different list? Are you serious, Clark? What? Okay, so is that a must-watch every year? Do you have a list of movies that you must watch, or are you not? Are you do not care? Every year for Christmas? Yeah. yeah. What's your schedule like? They're busy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I mean, like watching movies. Like, do you? Are you required? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply contractually obligated by marriage to watch a certain Santa Claus movie contractually whatever. by marriage for my own well-being <laughs> okay National Lampoon Christmas Vacation is it's, that directed by you or Colleen me okay. that's why I said so you me. like Christmas Vacation how many times do you think you've watched it over the course of your lifetime is I'm, it like a I'm, once a year I'm thing over, or is it like yeah, a seven it's, times it's a year it's once a year okay. I'm over 20 times a Christmas story All right, well, we'll get to that. I just want to hold on, hold on, hold on. National Lampoons. We'll get to we'll get to them. The Grinch, Jim Carrey. I actually like that one. I hate the animated one, dude. Don't come out with the animated Grinch. No, bro. That's stupid. I'm not four years old. That Gene and I get in fights. It's a wonderful life. Yeah, we'll talk about them. Scrooge is number seventeen. Never seen it. Uh. What do you do during the holidays? Shovel snow and just fucking drown in your sorrows? Watch The Office. Number 16, Die Hard. Okay. I've seen that. But, like, I hope so. It's not a Christmas movie. It is. But it's not, though. It's a famous debate. What, so you land on the side that it is a Christmas movie? I'm 60 40. Lean in what way? Ain't no facto. <laughs> it's a Christmas so movie. So you're 50 50. Okay, no, so 60 40, I'm, it is a Christmas I'm movie? I'm 49 51 Christmas movie. <laughs> Why, though? Like, it's not. <sighs> you're making me think. It's been a while since I watched this. This is not on my yearly watch list. It's not on my yearly watch list either. What's the next movie? Number 15, Miracle on 34th Street. I just watched it the other night. Never seen it. Did you even celebrate Christmas? <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? Number, what Christmas movie do you watch? We'll, we'll get to him. I hope. I don't even know if he's on this top 20 list. Number 14, White Christmas. That's a classic for me. We watch that every year. With Mr. Bing Crosby. Have you seen that one? What about Richie Rich's Christmas list? From six, from 1954. Have you ever seen White Christmas? From 1954? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Like, once. Number 13, The Nightmare Before Christmas. This list is atrocious. <laughs> Never seen it. Um, number 12, Trading Places. Why is that on this <laughs> list? <They're> high. <laughs> What's number 11? Whoever, <laughs> if, if the person of this list gets assaulted, I'm not mad. If they're violently assaulted physically, I am not mad. Trading places? You you know what? The next one might as well be Wife Swap from TLC. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Is that because it snowed during like two scenes of the whole movie? No, but the sight of a down-and-out Dan Aykroyd in a Santa suit eating a a slab of salmon through his crunchy cotton candy beard fills up the holiday spirit. I hope Dan Aykroyd walks on oh a Lego God, barefoot. That's so funny. All right, number 11, Home Alone. The How first was that number one. 11? The first one. Yeah, first one. Thoughts. Between the Home Alone, there's like seven Lost of them in now. New York, he literally goes to the Rockefeller Center and looks at the Christmas tree. And that's not on there, but the first one Listen, is. Listen, we're at number 11, bro. We're at number 11. This might be the number two. Might be number one. You know, but like what's number ten? Well, this let's list talk, sucks. Let's talk about Home Alone for a second, though, bro. So you I'd got, rather watch the Sabers during the slug years. Hey, they're making a comeback. So I don't know. There's like 17 Home Alones now. Do you know that? 
Like they took Macaulay Culkin out after he OD'd on coke after the second <laughs> movie, and they're like, "We're not doing this anymore." So, what is your favorite Home Alone? Do you like the other ones without Macaulay Culkin? The third one is good. Really? I hate the third one. Why? My favorite is Home Alone One. I like Home Alone One better than Home Alone Two. I feel like Home Alone One was like. Dude, you know me. For the longest time, I treat movies like I hate stuff that's unrealistic. This kid goes to New York, and he can just set up all these booby traps in a house that he doesn't know. He's got Give experience. Give me a break. It's you a don't vacant know home. That. It's his uncle's home that they're remodeling. That's vacant. Yeah, but if you have the resources at your actual house, you Unk, can probably do better. Unk has the cash. Yeah. So that's number 11. Number 10, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The animated original from, yeah, like, 1912 <laughs> when the Titanic sank? 1964. Close. Yeah, original. Number nine, The Year Without Santa Claus. That's number nine. Okay. Thoughts? Whatever. <laughs> You're just so mad. Between The Year Without Santa Claus and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer... Do you have a preference on those two? Are those a much watch in the Mike Kelly household? No. Okay. You don't care about like claymation and stuff like that? Dude, claymation movies are the worst. And they take like 40 years to film. <laughs> what is the claymation Christmas movie where he says, but no one likes Charlie in the box? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? You might get to it. I'm sorry. No one likes Jack in the Box or something like that where it scared the hell out of everybody. Number eight, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Whatever. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) Miss Piggy. This list sucks. Number seven, Bad Santa. With Billy Bob Thornton? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good movie. (laughs) It's a fantastic. I love that movie. I haven't watched that in a while, but I I don't know if that's top ten, but that's up there for me. Number six. I can literally line by line. Quote that movie. Number six, Love Actually. We were doing good for a minute, and then all of a sudden we just dropped an absolute turd. And number six. Number five, The Animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Move on. This list sucks. Number four, Elf. Solid. I love Elf. Dude, that is one I have like three top Christmas movies. Elf is number is up there. For I understand. Sure. Number three, a Charlie Bound Christmas. Yes, that makes sense. Never watched it. Jesus. Number Christ. two, a Christmas story. Okay. And number one, it's a Wonderful Life. But there's a lot on there that I didn't even see. That sounds like a you problem. Let's find an, another list. So what is on the Mike Kelly must-watch? You you said them, but re- repeat them right now. Bad Santa. Elf. That's a must-watch for you? Yeah. Bad Santa? Oh, dude, I haven't seen that in like seven years. Bad Santa. Elf. It's a Wonderful Life. National Lampoon Christmas. Santa Claus. Grinch with Jim Carrey. That's my top six. So what is your favorite of all time? If you had to sit down and watch one Christmas movie, what would it be? Jury duty, jury. (laughs) Junk mail, junk mail. (laughs) Lunch with myself. Or dinner with myself. I can't (laughs) skip that again. Um... It's a tie. It's a three-way tie. It can't be. I just told you what your if you it had to sit down. It's a three-way tie. If you if you sit down. It's a down, four-way tie. <laughs> it's a four-way tie. <laughs> it's a ten-way tie, and I'm not budging. If I gave you the Netflix remote and I said, Michael, you have one movie to watch. Colleen makes fun of me for this all the time. Colleen's my wife. For those that are new, where I have this is my favorite of all time. Quote end quote. I say that with songs, movies, mm-hmm. like it's, and she always razzes me for it. She chaps my ass. Mm-hmm. Thank well, God for don't lotion. Don't hear about that after. So, <laughs> pause. Pause. National Lampoon, Bad Santa, A Christmas Story, and 
which I didn't list, but that's in my top ten. And But I'm saying what's your favorite? Oh, I'm not dude, saying. It's a wonderful life is up there too. I can't I can't pick one, Derek. I can't pick one. And the reason why is because each movie relates to my childhood. Every single year growing up, I watch a Christmas story and it's a wonderful life. For the first sixteen years of my life. Okay? Elf came out. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey came out. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, I started watching every single year since it came out with uh with Corey, who I lived with. Yeah. So that that was like our thing. So that automatically skyrockets to the top. So you associate movies with experiences, not just because you actually enjoy the movie. With times of my life. Right. And Bad Santa was when I moved into my dad's house. And Bad Santa, me and my stepmom can quote. And Bad Santa is hilarious because in high school, I also quoted that movie with my high school best friend, Jason. And it was, I mean, it was, do you remember, there's been not a single beep. Nope. Do better. Because we're at like 35 minutes and I'm starting to twitch. Good job. I feel it, dude. You got to hit it. You got to hit it. You're making me spaz out. Oh, I literally feel better. Thank you. Okay. Oh, oh, overstimulation. 38 times. With Bad Santa. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the line of, are you talking about my gear? I'm sorry, your gear? Yeah, I'm talking about my stick. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I was saying that in high school, in class, with Jason, who I have memories Memor- to the extent of if I was not a B, if I was not above a B student on the football team, I would have had ISS. <laughs> but because of the relationship I had with my assistant principal, and I was a student athlete with an above a B average across the board, he never gave me detention. He just took the referrals and the write-ups and was he called me into his office and he's like, we got to talk about this. Why would detention get you off the team or let you miss a week or Enough something Enough like of them, yeah. yeah. And he's like, you're, you know. Stop saying it's your off stick. He's like, you got, well, it wasn't just that <clears throat> quote. There was a lot of things that I was yeah. doing in high school that was not okay. I was a cl- class cop. Yeah, for I was sure. class cop. We talked about it. Yes. So he's like, you're, he's like, you're starting on the offense and defensive side of the ball as well as special teams. We need you to play. Stop the antics. And I'm like, I'll get there. He's like, I need you to stop the antics. It also helped that my aunt worked with him when he was yeah. part of the West Seneca School Board. All right, so right now you're picking one movie. What is it? <sighs> one movie. <laughs> I can't. I, I... <laughs> Is there a movie that we didn't even mention yet? I yes, mean, no doubt. Like people, drop it There's down below. No what question. is your favorite Christmas movie? You, you still got to give me your top one. Like, what is something that you can watch over and over and over again? It's definitely a multi-year watch, not just because it's special to you, but that it's actually good. This is taking so much longer than it needs to be. I can see sweat pouring down your forehead because this is like a big decision for you. This is like applying for that first mortgage. I still think it's a wonderful life. Yeah? Because it's actually a good movie or because it brings back better memories? It actually is a really good movie. I've never seen it, so I have no idea. You need to watch it. It's a black and white. That's, That's what all saying. it is. I probably won't watch it. It's such a good movie, though. You'll actually love the attire. You'll love the storyline. It's old school, man. I mean, it's it involves a bank. They're wearing suits. It's old school, traditional, like nineteen fifties, where it's like the wife stays at home, the husband works. There's family trauma. You know, brother goes deaf because he fell into a frozen pond. So why is it a Christmas in an movie? Ear. Time of year. Oh, so it's it, not really a Christmas movie. It is. It is. Um, Do they celebrate Christmas in the movie? Yes. Okay. But it's not like surrounded by Christmas. Here's what happens. The main character meets an angel. 
and he's able to see his world if he never existed. He's the angel Tim Allen. Big no. No. Tim <laughs> Allen was like 14 when this movie came out. So the main character talks to the angel and says, I wish I was never born. And the angel grants him the wish. And he then sees his family, his wife and kids, his other family members, the town that he lives, grew up, works in, everybody in his universe, and how they're affected with him not ever existing. And he has it's but it all comes full circle. And he basically gets a new renowned vision and focus on life after that experience. Mm -hmm. And it changes his entire being and purpose. And long story short, it all works out, right? And the angel that granted that wish then gets his wings. Hence that famous quote. Mm. Because at the end, the bell rings, and it signifies to the main character so that he knows, oh, the angel that I'm now friends with just got his wings and is granted full access as an angel in heaven. And it it combines religious beliefs with traditional beliefs of 1950s America with Christmas and it's it's in black and white, but then it transfers to color. So at does the, the end. kid ever get to go back? Huh? Does the guy ever get to go back to yeah. real life? Oh, yeah. Okay. And it just it's a it's like an episode of Full House. Right. It starts, hits rock bottom, ends on a good note, and it's the classic Hollywood mm-hmm. film. And it's you know <laughs> it it's related around Christmas. That is, the, I can't be the only one that's never seen this. <sighs> good luck, bro. It's a Wonderful Life is a historical film that has impacted generations across the entire country. And it's honestly surprising you haven't even seen like five minutes of it. No. You need to watch it. Is it on TV all the time? It is, yeah. It's it's honestly it's worth a watch. At least watch it once. Yeah, maybe I'll sneak it in this season. Yeah, at least watch it once. It is it's it's worth the watch with Gina. It is a good movie, and it's not, like, boring. Right. There's highs and lows. There's, like, a storyline you can follow. It's, I'm sure she's watching. She's watched everything. Her favorite is, like, the claymation, Rudolph. I'm like, I can't sit down and watch this. I'm going to fall ab- asleep in four seconds. Yo, what about Jack Frost? Jack Frost is a banger. I'll go for that. Kids ripping. <laughs> the kids ripping wrist shots. So, you know? my top... Or Tim Allen, Santa Claus, no, no, no. Santa Claus. One for the rest of your life. Well, I, I got to give you the top five, then I'll give you the top one. So, S- Tim Allen, Santa Claus, that's a good one. Elf, I really fell in love with Christmas Chronicles. Have you seen that? With um, Burt Reynolds. Fuck is Christmas Chronicles. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix exclusive. It's Burt Reynolds. It's a newer movie, obviously. Yo, it's didn't Burt older- Reynolds pass away? I don't know. Did he? He was in Longest Yard, right? Yeah. Yeah, he passed away. When? He died. What? Yeah, that was years ago. Maybe I do remember that. Did he die? He really did? Yeah, he died of uh, a heart attack, I believe. Yeah. I lied. It wasn't. It's not Burt Reynolds. Who? I always say the wrong dude. He it's died not, in it's Florida. It's not Burt Reynolds. Cause of death was a heart attack. <sighs> I always say that someone's shouting at it right now. But who the hell is that dude? I always say the Kurt something. It's not Burt. It's Kurt. Kurt Russell. That's who it is. Not even close. Kurt Russell. Burt Reynolds, Kurt Russell. It's pretty similar. I love that movie. For some reason, it gives me the feels. It's a good movie. Recent. It's got actual people in it, not Claymage. I don't do Claymage. So that, those two, The Grinch is up there with Jim Carrey, even though I hate Jim Carrey as a person. It's a great movie. Elf. Is up there, Fischel, and then Homo and One. Those are my top Christmas movies. And Sneaky in there, not a Christmas movie, but we watch it every single Christmas vacation, is The Godfather. Um, but also up there, too, I guess top six is Christmas Vacation, because that's always also a stellar one. Top one that I would watch the rest of my life, 
kept beating you on that, so I can't cop out and say top three. No. Pick one. <laughs> die on that hill. Don't, don't, don't be so aggressive. Feel the stress. Um, Sweat. Out of that giant Italian nutsack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like a bird's nest down there. Um. <laughs> it's a squirrel's nest. Larger than birds. Honestly, probably Elf. Are you kidding me? It's just a lighthearted, no, funny think movie. think longer. No, Elf Will is Ferrell Elf yeah. is your one for the rest of your life? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why not? Out of because it's not a classic? Movie? Because it's not a classic? Come on! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why not? It checks all the boxes. Elf? Yeah. Elf. What box does it not check besides his story? After an hour and 20 minutes, you're over it. No, you're I'm ready not. for the movie to end. I love Elf. No, as soon as the Central Park scene shows up and the, the jet transducer nonsense happens with the engine for the sleigh ride because no one believes. There's only like five seconds left after that. The movie's over with. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. No, no, there's no more bangers. <laughs> He's done jumping on the couch there's and no landing in the tree. Come on. <laughs> the snowball fight's over with. No. It's a good. Are you good kidding me, movie. Elf? Yeah, I'm about to throw hands with you. <laughs> That's in your top five. How can you mock me for it's, having it in my top? Yes, one? it's in my top five, but it's not the one that I'm going to watch the rest of my life, bro. Well, I'm also not going to watch a black and white movie for the rest of it my life. It ends in color, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it ends in color. Does it really? Watch it. They filmed it in two separate video footage. Watch the movie. <laughs> Okay, watch the movie and then we can discuss Why after you watch it. Why is it so bad that Elf is Here's my what favorite. we have to do. You need to watch that movie before we record again and we're going to do a full recap on your thoughts and feelings on it. I'll hate it. Why You're not going to hate it. Why is it's Elf a good bad? Movie. Why is Elf a bad number one? One the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me fix my quaff, bro. Why is it a bad choice? You haven't told me why it's a bad choice. I just feel like there's better the rest of your life, dude. The power in that, the impact. Your kids are going to watch that. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's top five. I'm not saying number one the rest of your life, bro. I would prefer that over the, black and white film. It's a, wonderful, it's a wonderful life. You can teach your kids so many life lessons. You can, in, Once you see it, you'll understand. You can tell them this is how it was in the 50s. But I'm like, not, wife stayed home. She made chicken pot pies. But from I'm not scratch. watching. I'm not right? watching like, a Christmas movie to recount done. the 1950s. We just dropped nukes, bro. <laughs> World War's over with. So you're watching it to teach lessons. I'm watching it for entertainment. You you watch Boy Meets World for entertainment? First of all, newsflash: never watch Boy Meets World. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Derek or Crusoe? <laughs> Derek James, Boy Meets World is going to teach your kids the parenting aspects that you failed to teach them because there's so much to teach them. It's going to fill that gap. It's going to make a well-rounded human being. Boy Meets World is essential for your children to watch in assisting you as a parent. Same with me. That's, that's, there's no question, bro. All the seasons, all the episodes, Mr. Feeney, my kids are going to Rip. sit down and watch. He's still alive. He's 90-something, <laughs> he, but he's still alive. He 100%. No, no, no. He's still alive. He's got arthritis in his hands. He's got the old man hand. You know what I mean? He's alive. I thought he died. No, no, no. He didn't die. I keep tabs. Who died? From Boy Meets World? Yeah. Got nothing. Boy Meets World is a mandatory show for my children to watch, and I'm going to sit there and watch it with them. That's not even a thing. That's 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 set in stand like that's cemented in to reality. Yeah, he's still alive. He's yeah, still he's still alive. I told you he's still alive. I don't watch move I don't watch shows for Derek, somebody to teach me something. I watch me- shows for <sighs> mindless entertainment. They taught you something indirectly, Derek. Well, yeah, but Disney also put a penis up on the screen. <laughs> But you're not taking that to the grave to say that I'm learning I watch, something. I watch sex form in the leaves when Simba fell. I watch yes. take off your clothes in the original Aladdin. Right? I understand those aspects. Disney is still Disney. It's still the worst thing to ever exist. No, it's not. Yes, I understand it is. you're a Nickelodeon Didn't he hate fan. Jews too. Yeah, Walt. 
had his shortcomings. Okay, Walt had his shortcomings. Derek James, Boy Meets World, is we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Christian movies. We are on the topic of Boy Meets World right now. <laughs> Boy Meets World is a pivotal piece in raising well-rounded human beings, and it's going to help you as a parent. All I know Just like is it's going to help me as a parent. Some dude Corey met tapioca, and now they're married. Her name or is Topanga, <laughs> and she is wonderful. And now she's a she's a lawyer. Is she really? Yeah. And why Cor- do you know so much about their lives? Cor- every '90s baby should. <laughs> And most do, other than you, because you were too focused growing a beard at 11 years old. And Corey Matthews is a teacher, okay? Don't get me started. Boy Meets World is one Neither of the greatest shows. Neither of them continued their acting career after that? Not really. Not much. Not much. What's their social security number? I don't know. <laughs> I watch movies for entertainment, not for somebody to teach me lessons. I'm watching Elf because Will Ferrell makes me laugh. I don't know if this It's a Wonderful Life black and white can really make me laugh. There's there's scenes that make you chuckle. Chuckle. That's not what I'm looking for when I'm watching. I'm watching Home Alone so I can see Mav step on ornaments that broke. I'm not watching It's a Wonderful Life for some angel to get wings and tell me I'm a piece of shit because I don't practice Catholicism. Opposite. Or touch. You let need, my priest touch me. Chill. You need to watch... <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. You also have to watch Boy Meets World. I'm not watching Boy Meets World. Oh my God. I can't dedicate the literal rest of my life to Your watching Boy Meets World. Your kids are coming over to my house, and our kids are going to watch Boy Meets World. And I'm going to be the cool <laughs> uncle. And I'm going to be getting blitzed <laughs> on scotch, reliving my childhood. How far are we in right now? Far enough to party. 54 minutes. This is a good episode. I don't know. Let us know in the comments below. First of all, you know this what is my what kids I want. are also going to watch The Sopranos, so they can further understand <laughs> your people. They can also watch the podcast to get an understanding of how dumpster fire Mike and I are. So, what I want all of you to do, meaning just Tyler, because you're the only one that comments, <laughs> I want you to put down <laughs> below what your top five Christmas movies are, and then. Let us know your top one. You don't get three like Mike does. You get top one to watch every day for the rest of your life. What is it? Let us know in the comments down below. This was a great episode, man. It was. This one flew by. I'll see you next week. See you next week Punk for ass. more fun to talk about other shows that I have never watched. But thank you all for joining us today. Uh, we did drink today Jack Daniels Bonded and Jack Daniels Triple Mash Bonded. So if you're interested in picking any of these up, you can head over to our channel. Check out the reviews of these because they should be on at this time. Go to Addy's Pick Up a Bottle. But always remember to drink responsibly, be a good person, and do not litter. We're out. your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.